0: Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about leadership and happiness. This week, we listened to 34 episodes. The three best ones talked about hard work and pain, and how we can overcome it. So it's positive, please don't turn it off now. I think there's some great life lessons. Before we get into it though, we really wanna thank you. We've had some great momentum and some really appreciative feedback that means so much to us. And we just wanna say thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week we can't do this without you and with that we want to share the bonus for this week it comes from gretchen rubin she wrote the happiness project she has a great podcast called happier and she's written books she's super successful and she puts out a lot of great ideas and i wanted to share a quote that from something that she said it's about writing a book but she's teaching a powerful life lesson she said There are many ways for a book to succeed. It might sell a lot of copies. It might win a lot of critical praise. It might provide invaluable information to a small group of people who who will benefit enormously. It could help you get a teaching job or speaking gigs. It might lead you to another project that you can't foresee now. It might connect you to someone Who will be important to your future it might be a super fun intellectual adventure or something that's crossed off your bucket list I love this quote and this idea because I know at least in my own life a lot of times I think that there's one path to be successful that I have to go to the right school or get one job and that will lead to success and happiness And it's just not that way. There's always so many different paths to success. And if we have the determination to not give up, if we keep going, if we keep walking, and if we keep taking small steps, then we can find our path that will lead to our success. The first podcast from this week is The Jimmy Rex Show. He interviewed Amy Spencer. Amy has made almost $1 million, but she's done it in a way that you were probably not thinking of. She's done it by selling door-to-door pest control. So there are some great lessons from this. A couple that I took away is I think we can learn so much from people who are successful and are doing it in a different way, who don't fit the traditional mold and she's crushing it in a male dominated industry it also shows the value of hard non-glamorous work we can still be really successful if we're doing something that's hard and not worth sharing at a party or on social media it might not be glamorous but boring work has less competition i have a friend in private equity and i remember him talking about how his company loves boring work. They love things like manhole covers in the street because nobody else wants to compete in those industries. And so I think it's a great lesson for us that if we can do those hard things that aren't glamorous, we can find success. I also think this episode had great life lessons and it shared skills for selling, which might not be the most um exciting thing or it might might leave kind of a bad taste in our mouth but i think it's important to recognize that every day we are selling in some way whether we're trying to persuade someone at work or at home we're always trying to sell an idea or ourselves and i don't mean that in a negative way of just trying to get ahead but it's a way to help us to find success and opportunities to help others And before we get into it, I think it's important that Amy said, because I think when you hear about people like this, when I was listening to the podcast, I thought, well, she's just an extrovert. She's always been good at this. And she said that she's actually an introvert. And she really had to work to become better. That was her main motivation, was to be the best version of herself. And it's so powerful to listen to how she was able to do that. She said the first step is that we shouldn't set limits on ourselves," She said a lot of times people want to be a victim. We want to, it's easier to complain than to go to work. But she said we have to let go of that to be successful. And we can't sell ourselves short. I think that's so true that so often we put these limits on ourselves and we cap our potential because we think we're not good enough, not smart enough, not strong enough, whatever it may be but instead we can just try and push ourselves and see what happens and it's interesting she said when she was getting started she really struggled because she was trying to compete with others and before she got into door to door sales she said that she was comparing her life to other people's and she was trying to f- follow in their footsteps instead of being true to herself and To do that to be successful it takes hard work which is one of the main themes from this podcast and she talked about how we need to fall in love with hard boring and difficult work that she's been really successful but it hasn't been easy she's amy said she's been to jail twice and she's been bit by two dogs but what was interesting was she didn't regret those things she said When you realize how the harder lifestyle makes you happier, you want to live it all the time. And I love that principle that in the end, we never regret going for something. We never regret giving it everything we have. But if we put a limit on ourselves, if we sell ourselves short, then we're going to look back with regret. And Jimmy made a really interesting point about sales. He said, And I think it applies to all of us. He said, the best salespeople aren't better at selling, they're better at dealing with rejection. And I love that idea that we're constantly facing rejection, but the people that are successful are the ones that just keep going. Amy said that that it's crucial to make the best of our situation, that we can't think the grass is greener on the other side. She said, the most important thing I can train someone on is to trust the process and enjoy the moment and not to think there's a better situation somewhere else. And this gets into the power of focus that they talked about. To get ready, Amy said she's obsessive about what she lets into her life, about what she eats, what she listens to, and she said she doesn't let any negativity in because that will bring her down and it won't help her to become her best self. And the last part, she talked about leadership and she is doing, setting incredible records for how much she's selling, but she's also managing a team of people. And she said that to do this, she really has to lead by example. She said when she gives the example of how she's managing and being the top seller, it shows other people what is possible. Amy said it was easy for her to set the standard and accomplish her goal because she wanted to be that example for her people. And I think that's such a great lesson that if we have a goal and if we know that other people are watching and we can help them, Then it will give us the strength and the motivation we need to work hard and as we do that as we put in the long days as we consistently do the hard boring things that eventually it will pay off and we will find that success and happiness that we are looking for but more importantly we'll be able to help others to do the same the next podcast is a new one by mark manson If the name sounds familiar, it's because he wrote the super popular book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I'm not gonna swear. I know a lot of people listen to this with kids and I personally just don't swear in my life, but I think, and this is a reason I'm hesitant to share this is there's a lot of swearing in the podcast, but I still think Mark has some great principles that are super helpful for us. And, And I think that shows by his book where it's been on the top of the New York Times bestseller list for years. And it's sold millions of copies. And this podcast episode was him talking about what he calls negative self-help. And so instead of positive self-help, he says it's based on not not on what feels good, but on what feels bad. He says the goal of negative self-help is to engage pain thoughtfully and honestly. And I think Mark is pushing back against things where, I think in society we're constantly told to find our passion and to be ourselves, be authentic. And there's some truth to that, but he also gets to some really great principles. He says, being good at feeling bad is what makes us feel good. And I think he's getting at two different principles here. The first reminded me of the Jerry Rice quote, the greatest receiver that's ever played in the NFL. He said, today I do what others won't, so tomorrow I can do what others can't. And that's such a great line that if we're willing to put in the work, that it's going to pay off. And it reminds me of uh, Clayton Christensen. He's a professor at the Harvard Business School, and he has a great quote that we talked about on our sixth book review from How Will You Measure Your Life. Sorry, that was our seventh book review. And he says the root cause of business disasters, and I think it's true for personal failures, is focusing on immediate gratification in place of work that results in long-term success. So that's the first principle that he's getting at. And the second is just that pain is inevitable. If we can learn to live with it, we can feel better. But there's going to be tough situations. We're going to struggle. We're going to fail at different things. And there's some things that we just can't change. In the military, there's a, a saying that they would tell us, which is to embrace the suck. And I do think it, it, at first it really bothered me because I was frustrated. I was thought, why does it have to suck? But then I realized that I can't change it. So if we can't change the situation, we just have to embrace it and try to make it better. The next part that was interesting that Mark talked about was he said, forget about happiness everything meaningful in life requires struggle and sacrifice and I thought this was really interesting that he said even if we're trying to become our better a better version of ourself he said pain must be at the center of any attempt at personal growth and what's interesting is I think as we forget about happiness and ourselves if we just try to make the most of the situation we're in And if we try to do something meaningful, that's when we will be truly happy and become the best versions of ourselves. Mark said, We can't control the fact that we will feel pain in our life, but we can control the meaning that we give it. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I really like this idea because it helps us if we are having a tough day, a tough week, a tough year that we can still give it meaning and we can still find purpose in that pain. And the last part was Mark pushing back against this idea of just find your passion and be authentic. Mark says, forget yourself and start working on something meaningful. You don't deserve happiness. You don't deserve anything. And I know that sounds harsh, but he's getting at a good principle, which is that happiness is created within oneself. Not externally by external success or money or fame, but internally we can find happiness as we work on doing something to help others, as we work on something meaningful and something that will be important to those around us. The last podcast from this week is from On Purpose with Jay Shetty. And it's titled How to Think Like a Monk, which is the title of his book, which will be coming out next year. And in some ways, he's kind of selling his book. He talks about everything it covers. But there are some great principles and lessons that are helpful in our life. The first part that was so interesting, he talked about how for 10 years he shared his lessons to small groups of 10 or 20 people. And to me, this was such a powerful takeaway that we expect overnight success. And from the outside looking in, I honestly thought this is what happened with him. He's had some videos that have gone viral, have had millions and millions of views, and I thought, oh, he just got lucky, he put a video out, and it went viral. But it was so powerful to hear that it actually took him 10 years to become that person and that time was critical for him and it led to his success it enabled him to become better at his craft to practice and perfect his delivery and his message and he said there was no plan or strategy for it to become this big he just wanted to serve and help people And this again shows the power of service and focusing on something small that we can control and getting to his book he said in today and he was talking about how in today's crazy chaotic world monks are able to be the calm in the storm because they dedicate their life to mastering their mind and i love this lesson because it shows us that the mind is a muscle that we can train to become more powerful and more peaceful. I think a lot of times we put limits on ourselves and we say, oh, I'm just lazy or I always procrastinate or I can't focus. But it shows us that we can train ourselves to overcome those things. But to do it, Jay said the monk way is to get close to something like fear so we can better understand it and overcome it. So if we're struggling with procrastination or having motivation, we want to get close to that. We want to reflect on why it is and then think about how we can overcome it. And we, I think most importantly, we should ask others in our lives for help. But Jay said, first, we have to know our strengths and weaknesses. And just two more lessons that he talked about was, the first was about meditation. And he talked about how studies show that it helps us to focus on what we want to do so if we're trying to train our mind i think meditation and mindfulness whatever that looks like for you it could be walking in the park it could be sitting by a campfire writing in a journal taking pictures outside whatever it may be that helps you to be in the present moment and trains your mind to focus on that one thing is so powerful to help us And to make our mind stronger and the last thing he talked about was the power of gratitude he said a five-minute gratitude journal can increase your long-term well-being by ten percent so I know that's abstract it's hard to picture what ten percent looks like but it's so interesting to think about how much we can get how big the return is for such a little investment So if we want to train our minds to become better, if we're looking for success, it's going to take time, but we can use things like meditation and gratitude to find success and peace in our life. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about hard work and pain help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. Thanks for listening. We know your time is super valuable and it means a lot that you're here. Please let us know how we can be better and how we can help you or someone in your life better. Thanks again and we'll see you on Friday.